So here you are once again at the beginning of a new year in 2022. We're going to talk about the recent updates, changes, and current status of the famous Vermont registration process, what some people call a loophole. You've seen it mentioned on Car and Driver, Jalopnik, Haggerty Insurance have all used this process. And you've seen their articles. You see links to them on the screen to where many of their editors and their Employees have used our services to obtain documents using this process. So what is the Vermont registration process, sometimes called a loophole? Basically, it's a process where you apply by mail to the state of Vermont to get a registration for a motor vehicle. The reason that this process is helpful is because some states will not allow you to get a title for a vehicle if you don't have the old title with only a bill of sale. Some states will let you get a registration only if the car is a certain year old, but Vermont is the only state where you can do this as a non-resident. What that means is you don't have to go to Vermont. Your vehicle doesn't have to go to Vermont. You don't have to be a resident of Vermont on your driver's license there's no requirement to physically go there. You can do it all by mail. And once you get that registration, Vermont is a non-titling jurisdiction. You can then bring that to your state to apply for a title. So that's kind of in a nutshell what the process is about. So how does it work in 2022? There's some changes to the forms. There's some changes to the process. And we'll go through all those, including taxes. Taxes are the most important question that people come up with. How do you figure out what the tax rate is and what the sales tax is for the vehicle? So here's the Vermont form. It's called a VD119 form. You see that here. That form is the same name it's been used. They made a few changes over the last year. The important thing to know when you're filling this out is if you have the ability to type it instead of handwriting it, you will come out much better because Vermont has a system of automatic processing. If it's typed and you send it to them, it'll go through their system much faster than if it's handwritten. Make sure that when you fill this in, that you check off the box for new registration. We talk to the Vermont DMV 30, 40 times a day, and they tell us what the common errors are. The most common error is people check off title, and that's not what you're applying for. You're not applying for a title, you're applying for registration. So make sure that you apply for the correct thing. The next thing you want to do is make sure that you put the correct type of registration. Is it a car, truck, motorcycle, trailer? If it's other, you can look at the instructions and put what type of vehicle it is. Make, model, year, serial number, VIN number is important. You're also going to have to calculate the values of the vehicle. And we'll give you instructions on how to do that here momentarily. Add all that up, the registration fee which is currently 48 for a motorcycle, 76 for a vehicle, your tax. You don't have to put anything for title because you're not getting a title, transfer, warranty are all empty. You add that up and that's what you send them. That's what you pay. Their PDF form has two copies of it. You only need one. It'll give you all the instructions of what registration types there are. It talks about VIN verification and we'll talk about that momentarily. When you need to do a VIN verification, and what type of ownership. If there's two people on the title, this describes what the different ownership types are. So there's your form. It's a one-page form, fill it out. Now, make sure you fill it out correctly. Vermont DMV tells us that 30 to 40% of 
these that are done by private citizens out of state get rejected because there's an error. They filled out something wrong. They check off the wrong box. They forgot to put in the amount of taxes. So don't make those errors. Make sure you do it correctly. We also recommend that in this area over here next to section four that you type in a couple letter X's in the margin. We've heard that that will speed up the process because the computer will recognize that as halfway down the page and they'll know it's aligned up rightly. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's what we've been told. So let's talk about VIN verification and then we'll talk about taxes. A VIN verification is a process where the serial number of the vehicle that is put into the box on the form, VIN, HIN stands for Hall Identification Number, if it's a, a vessel, a boat, has to be verified to ensure that whatever VIN number is put on this form matches what's on the vehicle. Because what Vermont doesn't want to do is to issue you a registration for a VIN number that's incorrect. Because they're just going to go by what you say. Whatever you type in the VIN number on this Section 5, they're going to make the registration match that. They're not going to do anything to verify it. So they don't want to make an incorrect document. So what you're going to have to do is have this form signed by an authorized agent that says, I looked at the vehicle, the VIN number on the vehicle matches what's on the paperwork, and I also checked it to make sure it's not a stolen vehicle. Who can sign this? Well, certainly any law enforcement agent can, any sworn law enforcement person, police officer, sheriff, deputy, state patrol, DMV investigator, basically anybody with a badge and a gun that's an agent for your state can do this and they have to sign it. This goes with the form. Now, can you get away with not doing it? If it's a motorcycle, no, you have to do it for a motorcycle. Technically, it's required for every vehicle, cars, trucks, trailers. However, we have heard that if this form is filled out correctly, typed, neat, no errors, the NADA value, tax value is correct, and there's no other reasons to kick it back, sometimes they'll let it slide without it. They don't have to. They can require it on every single one, but we have had customers that have sent it in without a VIN verification, and as long as everything else is good, it hasn't been required. So what we recommend doing is, if it's easy for you to get a VIN verification, go ahead and do it. Just send it in, you won't have a kickback. If it's gonna be inconvenient, try it without it. Worst that can happen is they send it back. It's inconvenient for you, takes extra time, but if you just don't want to do it, try it without it. If it's a motorcycle, don't bother. If it's a motorcycle, you're going to need this. And for most of the time on cars, you're going to need it too. But sometimes people want to try it without it. And if that's the case, you can attempt that. What about taxes? Here's the big question. There's a place for you to put in the value and calculate the tax. And every single time, it's a sore subject for clients. The Vermont statute says that there is hereby imposed on the purchase of a motor vehicle a tax. The amount of tax will be 6% of the taxable cost. And we'll talk about the taxable cost. Cars, motorcycles, motorhomes. If it's other types of vehicles, heavy trucks, it can be more. But on cars, motorcycles, motorhomes, and trucks under 10,000 pounds, then it's 6%. It talks about here resident, but this applies to everybody. The Vermont registration issuance of a registration shall be evidence that the tax applies meaning that if you want a registration you got to pay this i can guarantee you that the tax is going to be more than what you want to pay 
the value of the vehicle is going to be more than what you think it is. And that's fine. That's a normal thing. But that is part of the process. If you want Vermont to give you a registration that you can use to get a title in your state, you have to abide by it. Why do they charge tax? Well, first of all, because the $76 or $48 they get for a registration doesn't really make them any money. By the time they process this and issue plates, which they know are not going to be renewed, it's a money loser. So their tax is the only way that they make this worthwhile. If they didn't collect the tax, they wouldn't be offering this nationwide. That's why Jalopnik wrote an article saying that the Vermont DMV is America's DMV because they cover all 50 states. How do you calculate computation of taxable costs. The commissioner may investigate the taxable costs subject to the provisions. At present time, the fix the taxable costs at the clean trade-in value, same year make model, NADA official guide, New England edition. And you'll see on the website it says NADA guide. In fact, on the form it says NADA value. So clean trade-in. Some years don't have a clean trade-in. Some years don't even have an NADA value. Some years don't have an NADA value you can look up online. Sometimes NADA online only goes back so far. We subscribe to the printed books for NADA so we can look up any vehicle. But if you don't have access to it, you might have to go to the library to do that. But you notice it says here, or any comparable publication. So there are some other books, Blue Book, Black Book, Galves, Auto Price Guide, that are available that have prices in it. Depending on the type of vehicle you have and what year it is, you may be able to use other comparable publications as long as you provide supporting evidence. What we do when we look up the value for clients is we will look up the lowest value that they'll accept. Not the lowest value overall because there's some low values that they'll never take and they'll just kick it back. We'll use the lowest value that they'll accept and that way you pay the least amount of tax as possible. Keep in mind that no matter what you submit, they can decide, no, we think it's worth more, and you have to play by their rules. But from experience, we use the lowest value that they'll accept. If the value comes in higher, they'll send it back and send you a bill. If the value comes in lower, they might send you a refund, or they might just say, yeah, they, the value they came up with is good. So use the lowest value that they'll accept. Motor vehicle purchase and use tax, section 8907. That's where you can look this up. Make sure you provide a copy of the guide that you used when we prepare the documents we'll give you a printout of the page from that book for the guide one last thing about vermont registration is you don't want to put any fake information impersonating another is a crime thousand dollar fine in prison for two years so make sure that when you're submitting information when you sign that form you're not putting on fake information also if you notice on the form it says, the owner certifies this vehicle is properly equipped and is good mechanical condition. So you're telling them this car is ready for the road. If it's not, they're not going to inspect it, but you're telling them that it is. You also have to say, I currently have liability insurance. They're not going to ask you to send a copy, but you're telling them that it does have insurance. So make sure you realize that that's what you're signing, submitting that is true. They don't requ they're going to take your word for it. They trust your judgment. They trust, trust your, your honesty. But make sure you realize that's what you're signing. You should have insurance on it anyways, because if something happens, you don't want to lose your car because you don't have insurance on a vehicle. So there you have it. That's the 2022 updates. There was a time when this VIN verification was waived because of COVID. It's no longer waived. It's now required again. But there may be ways to not have to use it if you don't want to. There's more information on our website at cartitles.com. We have all these forms you can download for free. 
Um, we have more instructions, checklists, things that might help you. There's also an option, as you know, where we can do a lot of the work for you and assist you with that if you prefer. We've been doing that for uh, almost 20 years. We probably helped more clients and visitors with this Vermont process than anybody, maybe hundreds of thousands over the years. So if you have any questions, feel free to call us up. You can email our help desk, help at cartitles.com. And there's an update for the 2022 Vermont bill of sale loophole process for your convenience and look forward to assisting clients with this process or really any other process, whether it's a bonded title, magistrate title, prior owner contact, we can be of assistance to you to solve the difficult problem of getting a title for a vehicle that your DMV may not be as helpful with.